Meanwhile, in the pod cave. Welcome back to another edition of the Podmen. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. I'm Podmen Ron. And I'm Alex. All right. All back again. Uh, again all back. Precedent-setting uh, podcast that we've been doing so far this year with all four of the Podmen, I think, available on every podcast. And uh, we've been recording pretty regularly this time around. It feels like we've really made a commitment to it. Yeah, we even made up for last week's Missing Thursday. We recorded on Sunday, and here we're back again on our regular Thursday night recording. Exactly. Uh, Brian, I, we know we've we've got some uh, a movie review from you, of course, uh, from the uh, Spin the Streaming Wheel we're looking forward to. Uh, we're all left a little bit uh, numb for... Uh, about a week or so before we had some new material uh, coming up. But I think we've all been watching different things uh, that we can talk about here, uh, along with Brian's review, review of Bliss. Uh, but I guess let's just uh, let's go into the news. And news-wise, uh, Scoop. Brian Scoop, what do we have in the news? I know uh, uh, if if we do have Zack Snyder's Justice League coming out pretty soon with, of course, uh, Henry Cavill, Cavill, Cavill. Uh, but if he's done with that, maybe he has possibilities jumping over to the MCU. Tell us about that. Yeah, that's the rumor going around now is that he's done. He's wrapped. He's done. He's moved on from Superman. And uh, although they said that he had lined up, but they weren't going to do a new Superman movie, but they were kind of like doing a, a Nick Fury where he may connect the DCEU. Uh, but now it's coming out with maybe he's done. Maybe it's over, right? And they're just going to go with a new Superman instead of uh, – and they've said just today that um, the – Zack Snyder Spider – or Justice League. Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> Super Spider League? Yeah, Super Spider League is absolutely not canon. Like, so they've said, it's not canon. We're not doing any sequels. This is just a fun thing because it was so close to being done. But this is it. So the question is, are, is he leaving and they're going to recast Superman? Or is he actually going to continue and be thread through the upcoming films? Uh, but if he is leaving, and this is a, uh, you know, this would be very interesting. Uh, they're saying that. He may be in line for a, to be switching over to the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, as a <laughs> yeah, successful one. And so uh, we were all talking. Henry Cavill is British. I don't know if everybody <laughs> knows that because of uh, Superman. He's British. He would make the perfect. And I said this on the uh, on our little uh, text chat. Uh, he should probably be Brian Braddock, Captain Marvel. You said Brian Braddock, and I do like that, but I, I was always a fan of Union Jack. I love Union Jack. Yeah, but Union Jack would be spindly. He wouldn't be, like, jacked. 
him being a mask. Yeah, uh, what's he, the point of it being Henry Cavill if you're going to put him in a mask right. the whole time? That's like putting right. Tobey Maguire behind a Spider-Man mask. You can't hide that ugly face. <laughs> that bug face. That bug face. You, an eyeball thing has to pop out on his first fight at least so we can see his beautiful eyes, right? Uh, exactly. So, no, yeah. I mean, uh, you're, you're, you're right. Captain Britain would be more of his, uh, someone as handsome as uh, Henry Cavill, <laughs> but uh, I would much rather say Union Jack was the cooler of the two. And his, he's got such a cool uniform. Well, PMR, can you tell us uh, about Captain Marvel? <laughs> you, Captain said, Marvel? you said Captain Marvel. No, no, Captain Marvel. Uh, Captain Britain. Yes, Captain I, Britain. I know, I can do it. Captain Britain. What can I tell you about Captain Britain? Uh, God. <laughs> what can't I tell you about <laughs> Captain Britain? <laughs> I, I have no idea. He's part of Excalibur. He was, it was something about he got his power from, wasn't it, uh, Arthur, uh, from King Arthur? And, yeah, uh, there's Lord. like an Excalibur tie to it, but yeah. And, uh, you know, he had a, he had a different type of suit before, and then he got this new outfit back when he became a member of Excalibur. Uh, Alan Davis drew him the best. I don't know. That's all I'd really know. I mean, he looks, (laughs) I know it's sad. He looks cool. I like, I like Captain Britain, but I'm just, I can tell you a lot about Union Jack. I can give you the whole origin. No one cares about Union Jack though. No one gives a shit about Union Jack. He was endowed his powers by the magician Merlin and his daughter Roma, Captain Britain, uh, and his daughter Roma. uh, Captain Britain is assigned to uphold the laws of Britain. So, but it's somewhere yeah. along, along the line, he became a mutant, right? Wow. Was he ever, was he a mutant or was he, I never understood any of that with, with. Well, and Alan Moore is the one that, uh, uh, started writing the, uh, Al, Alan Moore's the one that kind of created him. And then when Alan right. Moore said, I'm out, uh, he kind of got adopted into, I guess the, the uh, Mar- uh, X-Men universe. But apparently when he was originally created, uh, Marvel designed him to only be like a British character, only in their British publications. But because Alan Moore was behind it and Alan Moore was such a hot commodity, uh, they they started publishing it in the U.S. And then later on, he got you know wedged into Excalibur. So kick-ass costume. It is a good costume. Not as good as Union Jack's costume, but it's a good costume. So, <laughs> Alex, do you have anything comment on these uh, these British superheroes? Since you have a, kind of a British connection nowadays, um, I, I I wonder if they like Meghan Markle. That's all I got. Oh, nice. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> all week, Ouch. all week for my British commentary. Can we? Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Alex. Does your girlfriend even know who Captain Britain or Union Jack is? Does nope. she know who, oh, what hero represents her her country? I, I think her not to be completely honest with you. You could be on the floor at San Diego Comic-Con and ask 20 people and maybe two would know who Union Jack is. Ouch. Oh, I don't. Are you kidding me? No. No, no. You know what? Let's put that up on the. We should put a poll. Up. <laughs> put that, up, put two, that up on the poll. Our two, yeah. our two Instagrammers. <laughs> what, why don't you do that? Well, our Instagram bots out there, they could <laughs> uh, <laughs> they could vote Union Jack or Captain Britain. Which one? 
In fact, Brian, if you can get Mark on the line right now, we'll just put him on. <laughs> I mean, it may be quicker uh, that way, more efficient. I can I can definitively speak for Mark and say he has no idea who either of those people are. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, well, shit. Well, shit. Moving right along. Uh, the, any other news there, Scoop? <laughs> this is this is going to be a short one. Should we just go ahead and go to your review? Come on, Scoop. You got to. I'm, I'm looking for here. something. I can't find anything, Scoop. What's going on? Yeah, here? it's it's a light week. Uh, well, I mean, it, it also you know we had some stuff Monday, but yeah, it's an incredibly light week for news. I would like, uh, I would like to predict that Mephisto is going to be a part of the. Oh, there's a little news. Falcon. I think he's going to be we, the big bad guy. We've got uh, a live action casting for a, a famous Cartoon Network property, Brad. Uh, oh, God. Ed, 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 No, the Powerpuff Girls. Can we bypass this news? They're uh, <laughs> doing a live action Powerpuff Girls TV show on the CW. That's and they're all going to be. 20-somethings. Yeah, of course. So, or 30-somethings, uh, because Chloe Bennett is like in her yeah. 30s. And then uh, on, uh, you know, Saturn News, Kathleen Kennedy is is no, is never leaving Lucasfilm. So apparently she is uh, she's made. She's never going to leave. So, you know, well, she's, make she of that what you will. <laughs> and why 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 do we uh, why do we feel like her departure would be good for the uh, Star Wars franchise? Uh, Rose Tico, uh, she, but uh, surely other people were involved with Rose, right? And did Rose yeah, redeem herself in the Rose third Tico, movie? So what did Rose redeem herself that character in the no. third movie? No, okay. no, they didn't oh, God, use her. No, no that's they what didn't I mean. Use her. They're basically like, hey, can't you move some of those boxes? She tried to interject <laughs> herself and they'd like they'd send her away. Or, or they would like, you know, uh, go stand behind those boxes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, we can still see you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, it's a shame what they did with with the sequels to Star Wars. I mean, the, the Force Awakens really started off strong and then the other two just, I mean, just shit all over the place. Uh, it, it was, it's, it was just pathetic. Well, just Such the a, fact that we don't have any Star Wars movies, even on the docket, they've have effectively canceled all the Star Wars movies. We're not getting another Star Wars film until like twenty twenty five. So think about yeah. how hot. Think about how hot Star Wars was after they bought it from Lucas. And all these properties they tried to spin out, and it was just one failure after another failure after another failure. Well, the, the, one director getting fired, this director, uh, two directors getting fired, these directors getting replaced, this director quits. I mean, it's just like, uh, yeah. Well, it's not only that. I mean, we, they had air, they had the best opportunity. They had all three major stars, and they. They did nothing with it, you know. They had Carrie Fisher, they had Harrison Ford, they had Mark Hamill, and they they had an opportunity to use them in that first movie all together, like everybody wanted to see, and they just they squandered it. They they ruined it, and then they they doubled down on, you know, they made a good movie at Force Awakens, regardless of that. But then they really just 
you know, screwed it up at the second movie. Uh, so, uh, you know, so now it's, I don't know. But are, are, are you saying that the, uh, the force awakens was a really good movie only because it was a pretty much a ripoff of star Wars, new hope. No, I, I actually know it wasn't just because of the story. It's the characters are great. I mean, I, I thought Ray was really good. I thought Finn was what, really hang good. Hang on. Really. What about Ray is really good? Like, She's a like good just, character. I mean, her she, face, I mean, her body. I mean, <laughs> her personality. No, Here, I mean, here's I the whole thing. A, I thought she was a good actress. I mean, you can't say she wasn't a good actress. You can't say. I mean, my God, look at Mark Hamill in that first movie. Uh, what, I mean, yeah, okay. What about her story? What? What? Uh, tell me about her story arc. What, what is? What is her heroic it, journey? In the right? first I movie. Mean, in the she first picks movie? up a lightsaber and she has every power that could possibly be imagined. Well. From the get-go, she never has to train. She but we didn't there's know. Never, but, there's never but, a fight she's in where she's at any risk of losing. I mean. But that's the fault of the writer. That's not the fault it, of the uh, Right. We're ta- and this is Kathleen Kennedy we're talking about. Like, well, I know. So, and I'm, I've so, already said that she they screwed the pooch. I'm just saying that I thought Ray was a good character in that first movie. I mean. You know, I liked her in the first movie. I, I think they just dropped the ball on explaining what the hell she was ex- throughout the rest of the remaining of the movies. And Finn was the same way. They really screwed his whole thing up, too. I mean, he started off strong and, and just then they just kind of wrote him out after the second, you know, after the first movie, actually. They came in with Poe and kind of made him a little bit more interesting, but then you know, not that much more. And it was like Adam driver was their main focus. You know, they, there was that, he, he became popular in that first movie and they just ran with it. Like, Oh my God, this is everything is focused on Adam driver. And, and don't get me wrong. He was great, but they just lost sight of the other characters in the, in the, in the movie. So Alex, in my opinion. Any, any comment on this star Wars controversy, Alex? Um, Force Awakens, good. Last Jedi, good. Uh, their last one, bad. He doesn't even want to mention the name of it. <laughs> yeah. it doesn't, it's, it's a it real stinker. It doesn't As deserve a, his time to recall the name. I, I don't not. even think it, I don't even think it deserves to be called a film. Uh, it's just bad. It's just really bad. It's lazy in every way, shape, and form. But, you know. Whatever, this I, Disney's a mess with Star Wars. I'll just right, wait for Tatooine's Star Wars movie to come out, and then I'll be happy. And that's my point. It, it, it's it, we've gotten the Mandalorian, which is popular. Popular after all the stuff they've thrown at a wall, they've completely screwed up the main uh, Skywalker timeline. Where they can't, nobody wants to see any of that anymore. They can't go back <laughs> to the. They can't go. They can't go. They have. They couldn't get off the ground. Their like kind of interconnected trilogy between you know, uh, um, with Han Solo and 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 that sort of thing because they were going to kind of do like that inter like like that. It's not a trilogy, but it is a trilogy because it was going to be Han Solo and then Obi Wan and Darth Maul was going to be the connecting piece to all of it. That's dead, right? I mean, so. and actually, I, I will say Solo was. I liked Solo. I thought Solo that, was great. You know, Solo. Was a good movie. Yeah, on, on 
After watching it without you in a in a in a well, yeah. After I got off that fucking with, ride, the, the watch it, a hot watch, coffee. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed it the second time I watched it when I didn't have to worry about getting with a, with a nice uh, cappuccino. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but but that's my point is she like the movies are a complete mess, a complete mess. The only thing that people like about star wars right now is the mandalorian everything else is just everybody's sick to death of it and so everybody keeps looking for okay we need fresh blood no we're cool with kathleen kennedy she can be the head of star wars from now until the end of time like yeah, how, really, much more, uh, how much more has to get screwed up before they decide wait we need fresh blood we need a new take on this so they really should have put uh what's his face in charge of it Dave Filoni. Dave, Dave Filoni, him, that guy. No, um, the guy yeah. who did uh, Mandalorian. Okay, it's so, Dave Filoni. Yeah, but who who wrote Mandalorian? Dave uh, Filoni and Dave John Filoni Favreau. and John, John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau. John Favreau I mean, is not a, is not no. a Star Wars guy. Yeah. It's Filoni. John Favreau. You want Dave Filoni? Okay. Dave Filoni. Well, okay, Wars. Okay. All right. You don't want right. nothing else. Wow. Dave Filoni it is. Okay. Yeah, the, the magic of the Mandalorian is you've got Dave Filoni who loves Star Wars. He's like the the Jeff Johns of uh Star Wars. Nerf. And but then you've got the uh um uh, John Favreau who has the connections and the stroke to make this stuff happen without getting you know uh, uh, picked apart by producers and everybody else. So he, he's got enough cred to keep them away from the project. And Dave Filoni is like the the sort or the the encyclopedia of Star Wars. So at least since the the uh, the um, prequels. So well, well there you go. Uh, but so when are we going to get more Star Wars? Or when are we getting the Book of uh, Fett and uh, Obi Wan? Book of Fett is November, and then we're supposed to get Mandalorian season three like in December. Uh, and then Obi Wan, who the hell knows? Like, I'm, I'm you assuming it's twenty. Will be Alec Guinness's age by the time it airs. Yeah, right? it'll be 2022 before we get uh, Obi Wan. Wow. Now, am I correct that um, uh, Anakin Skywalker is going to be in this? I mean, is that most likely, right? I think yeah, they we could, said we could assume that. They said I think they even said that he's going to be in it, but you don't know if it, you assume it's going to be flashbacks and stuff. Or yeah, but like, Hayden Christensen hasn't he signed up for it? I mean, yeah, he like okay, yeah. So so they could do it like Better Call Saul, where it's like Obi Wan flashes back to when. The good times, and then it flashes forward to where he's just sitting in a hut on, in a cave and on Tatooine. And he's working um, at a subway. He's working at Cinnabon. <laughs> Cinnabon, that's a Cinnabon. He's at a Cinnabon in uh, <laughs> Muscle Isley. Yeah, there you go. The Muscle Isley uh, Galleria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's some great news. <laughs> That's the worst news section ever. 
All right. I mean, should we just go ahead and go into the movie? That's all we got, Brad. That's all we got. I mean, come on. Well, uh, I know. It's a slow news week. uh, I guess so. I can't can't ask for everything to be blissful around here. And that's a perfect segue into Brian's movie review from the Spin the Streaming Wheel of Amazon Prime Videos Bliss. Uh, now, the, yeah. now, the little twist here, we all know Brian loves a little twist, right? Uh, the twist was Brian actually found another movie named Bliss that probably seemed a little bit better. <laughs> but I think, Brian, you were being a true pod man, trying to stay true to the crew here. Uh, tell us a little bit about Bliss. Who who was in it? What's the tagline? Give us give us a little bit about it. Uh, so it's uh, Owen Wilson and Salma Hayek, and then Bill Nye, the science guy. Apparently, <laughs> okay, he's in it. Bill Nye is in this. He has a significant part in this film. Bill Nye, uh, Bill Nye, the science guy. Um, oh my god! So there's, uh, I guess my tagline would be. Um, the shitty matrix. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. So essentially, and even, and, and you can tell they were like, we really want to like draw correlations to the matrix. Right. Yeah. So it opens up, uh, Owen Wilson is daydreaming in his office on, you know, like the fifth floor of this building. And, um, Phones are ringing off the hook. People keep calling into his office. He won't answer the phone. Uh, and then the boss calls and says, or the, the receptionist for the boss calls and says, the boss will see you right now. And he just won't answer. He just, he just keeps putzing around his office and they keep calling back saying, get in there now, get in there now. So it's almost like a little panic attack. It was like they were trying to make you have like a panic attack by like all the stuff, the, the kind of like cacophony of everything going on and the fact that he's, they're, they're like telling him, get in there now and he won't go. Um, so, uh, and he's taken some medications and stuff and apparently his wife and he divorced, he, he has adult children. Um, he finally goes to see the boss and the boss fires him like, you know, okay. uh, out of hand fires him. He walks out. Oh, well, actually he fires him. And, uh, then he kind of goes into like a fugue state. He's not, not responsive. And the boss like gets in his face and suddenly he like jumps. The boss falls back and cracks his head on the desk. And, uh, you think he's dead. So Owen Wilson slips out of the building, um, and goes across the streets of our, where he runs into Salma Hayek who tells him it doesn't matter. None of this is real. This is a world I created. Uh, and from there on it's, uh, is it Zany Adventures after that? Oh, God, no. It's not Zany Adventures. So, uh, essentially, yeah. Essentially, it's which world is real. Eventually, they get ejected from the what you the world they started in into, like, this <laughs> utopian world. Uh, kind of like getting pulled out of the Matrix, but getting pulled into a better version instead of an even shittier version, right? Uh, and his daughter is trying to pull him back. It's it's all just a, a a drug and homelessness allegory. Okay, it's, so okay. so let me ask you. So Selma Hyatt's a homeless chick. 
You don't know. No spoilers, please, know. Ryan. You don't know. That's so how the do they question. get stuck in this matrix? They get, they get, the question is, what's the real world? Is it the utopia they get pulled out to? Or is it, uh, or is it the shithole that the movie starts in? And so the way they explain the utopia is, is that they're both scientists. The world's a utopia. Uh, and she has created this crappy matrix so that people can be appreciative of the utopia they live in. That sounds so, stupid. So you who can would, go, who would create a shithole just so you could appreciate your, your lush living? I'd be like, eh, I appreciate everything. I don't need to. I don't need to live like a pauper. You always sound so appreciative too. So, <laughs> but yeah, hashtag so grateful. The, hashtag grateful. Hashtag blessed. Blessed. Or blessed. So uh, yeah, that's that's the film. It's. Uh, <sighs> that's it. I feel like I feel like if someone perhaps Alex's age mm-hmm. may have watched this film and read things into it and inferred great, meaningful depth and, and uh, realizations about the human condition. <laughs> kind of like when, when he first saw the Joker. R- right. The flip side is unlike someone in their early twenties, I ain't got that much time left to be wasting an hour and 43 <laughs> minutes on this <laughs> shitty movie. Wow. So. Damn. Well, I mean, did you learn anything? Did you did you pick up on like? It some, doesn't sound did like you feel he did. Sorry for the homeless people. I mean, did you? I, you did. I learned that art house films, by and large, are god awful, and they just spend the movie trying to beat you with a two by four about the point they're trying to make. So, so I take it you didn't get the point. Oh, I got the point. I got the point in like the first like fifteen minutes, and then I had to watch another, you know, one hundred and twenty-three. <laughs> wow! So, uh, Alex, yeah. did did he convince you to to watch Bliss? No, <laughs> I haven't even heard of it, which is it's weird for me who keeps up with indie movies quite a bit. But after that rave review, I think I'm I'm good. I'll I'll stick. I'll let him. He convinced me otherwise, so I'll just I'll stick to my other movies. Yeah, for someone like Alex, he might enjoy it. He might watch it and go, "Wow, I found, I found great depth and meaning in this story." Uh, but at the same time, Alex doesn't realize thinks he's going to live forever because of how old he is. All I kept doing was going, "When is this shit going to be over?" Like I, I don't go have any more time to co- I don't have any more time to commit to this. Wow. So. <laughs> Well, I, you know, since none of us will probably watch it, I mean, did it? How did it end? I mean, which which was the world? Spoiler alert for anybody out there who's going to yeah. watch yeah. it. But yeah, here's so the spoilers. Okay, what so was the big what one? happens what the is uh, they go to the utopia, and then suddenly, like the the shitty world starts bleeding into the utopia. Oh, also because it's not real, they they can manipulate the world, kind of like Neo. The they fly. So uh, the, the shitty world starts bleeding into the utopia, and it's like, well, how is that possible if it's the real world? Uh, so she tells them they got to jack back in and reset the program or whatever to kind of get things correct. 
they go back in and there's this MacGuffin, you know, the red, blue, the blue pill, the red pill, the blue pill. Well, this it's these crystals. They have to like ingest these crystals, which are meth. I mean, it's, it's meth is what it is. I mean, like, <laughs> so they have to inject these blue or, or yellow crystals. And, um, if, uh, when they get back in there, you need enough crystals to then come back out to the utopia and they don't have enough. So he tells her to, to disconnect from the, you go, save yourself. Cause the whole movie, his daughter's been trying to find him cause he's like living as a homeless person, you know? And so he, he goes to rehab and, and finds his daughter. So, wow. But he does, he doesn't necessarily so, even know that his daughter's real. That's how messed up his brain gets. Wow. Uh, so, so this so, wasn't the rom com we were expecting. No. Okay, so I'm, no. I'm 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 happy with this choice. I mean, it was uh, it sounds like it was a uh, tried to be a science fiction movie. So there you go. I like it. <laughs> uh, you want you want to give us a, a, P, a PMR rating? <laughs> yeah, what's PMR rating? <laughs> I'll give it a a one. Wow, for wasting my time. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, that was the. Uh, you know, we're not doing too good here on the streaming, Will. Uh, well, I got something that I, I think I've got what the streaming wheel needs. Okay, tell us. Tell us what it is. So I get to pick the replacement, and it has to be on Amazon Prime. Correct. Because we have to stick to the streaming service. Got to. And you guys, you should really thank me for this. Okay. Um, right. I I love a good documentary. I do too, Phil. Love a good documentary. Uh, a prime exclusive documentary, Chris Claremont's X-Men. Oof. I, I've, Chris, I've, much like his house, I've tried to watch it. I think I've got watched about 15 minutes of it. So, uh, let's see. Put it on the wheel. All right. Chris Claremont, Chris Claremont came to Marvel as a young man and was assigned a book that no one else wanted. A book on the brink of cancellation, X-Men. Over the next 17 years, his work on the title turned it into the biggest franchise in comics history. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, that sounds that sounds like that would be a good uh, documentary, right? It's only 71 minutes. So. Yeah. Whew, all right. I mean, that's. 42 serious. minutes shorter than the turd I had to watch. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I Again. I, I, I will uh, go along with it because I have not watched all of it. I've tried to watch parts of it, and it was uh, so low quality uh, that it was very, very tough. There was another one, um, a documentary about some uh, comic book. Oh, about uh, – is there one with Darwin Cook? No. There's some other documentary like that on uh, on Amazon, and it's just so – you know, shot on home video or whatever is so bad. Uh, but uh, anyway, we'll give this a shot. All right. Uh, so first of all, we got to spin the wheel to find out who is going to be uh, watching the next movie. You guys ready for this? Yeah. Oh, Alex, yeah. you awake? Here we go. I'm, I'm awake. And it slowed down to... Any Any, any guesses? Knowing my luck. No, it's it's uh, you're you you have lucked out yet again, Alex. Wow! Uh, like a put. Is it a repeat? It is a repeat. Oh God! Uh, is it me? 
It is not. Let me, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm texting it to you right now, boys. Oh, Podman Ron, man. congratulations. Fuck. You have won what? yet again. No, I didn't win anything. We'll spin the wheel and see what, I, what movie I got. All right. Maybe you, it's that short, clear, clear Claremont movie. I, I'd go for that. You ready? Yep, let's do it. All right, spin it away. This is something I was hoping I would get. Uh, the Sound of Metal for Pod Man. What the fuck Ron. is that? <laughs> we talked about it like, uh, Monday. Yeah, Sunday. that was well, on Monday we on. talked about it. Are you kidding me? What streaming service is it on? Amazon Prime. Uh, and it uh, stars uh, the guy that was in uh, uh, Venom. Uh, Venom and uh, yeah, thank you, Alex. Rogue One. Sound of metal. He, Let me read this turd. Yeah, re, are, are you looking oh, at it? Two hours. Yeah. <laughs> it, but uh, again, what? as Alex and I would <laughs> love metal to trade. drummer. That's that just starts out bad. Metal drummer Ruben no, begins to lose his hearing. He thinks he's talking about like the metal drums, like the uh, Jamaican metal drums. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling hot. The doctor tells beep, him beep, his beep, condition beep. will worsen. He thinks his career is. And life is over. Feeling His hot, girlfriend loses. Hot, His girlfriend Lou checks the former addict into a rehab for the deaf. There's a rehab for the deaf? What? Is that a thing? A former addict into a rehab. Into a rehab for the deaf. What? what? That cannot be a thing. A rehab. <laughs> How could? <laughs> I mean, you can't rehab the deaf, can you? I mean, uh, hoping it will prevent a relapse. This makes no goddamn sense. He is a metal drummer. <laughs> And is there such a thing as a metal drummer besides yeah, the guy? Yes. Like, you kidding me? Of course, there's plenty of metal drums out there in, in hot, Jamaica hot, hot, and such. <laughs> I'm pulling up some metal drums right now. If uh, listen to the wave. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, the movie you're, you'll be watching. Is this what it is? Yes. Oh God. Anyway, so yes, he's a metal drummer who loses his hearing and goes into evidently one of a these new for rehabs the for the deaf. Uh, but it was uh, Alex, you would trade places with Podman Ron, wouldn't you? I, I actually would. Yeah. I mean, this is supposed to be a really good movie. You get nominated for for a. Golden Globe for it, so yeah. Wow, well, go. You know how the Golden Globes work, right, Alex? <laughs> it's all no. about greasing the wheel. Yeah, it's just okay. It's I'm looking at the cast, and I've never heard of. Uh. <laughs> I am looking at the cast, and I have never heard of any of these people. Well, you've seen Riz Ahmed. <laughs> You've seen two Olivia movies Cook. with him in it. 
Paul Rassi. Riz Ahmed. He was the sniper guy in Rogue One, and he was uh, the bad guy in Venom. Oh, okay. Not well, impressed. I'm not impressed. <laughs> I'm not impressed at all. I fell asleep during Rogue One, and I think I might have fell asleep during Venom. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, you won't fall asleep during the Trinidad All-Stars. Uh, uh. Anyway, all right. Well, I think that's great. I'm I'm happy for you, Podman Ron. I think yeah, I think you'll enjoy. Old. I think you will like this movie. I really do. I hope so. But, uh, anyway, all right. Looking forward to it. Good. That's the that's the Podman attitude. That's the Podman attitude. I'm not gonna go in with a uh, with a negative uh, vibe about Yoo-hoo. it. I'm gonna go in not this Podman. Feeling positive. That's right. All right. Well, we'll we will uh, very much look forward to your. Uh, your review of that next week, I guess. We got to figure out what we're doing next week's a big week, right? Yeah, next I mean, week we'll, we'll, we'll have to adjust uh, recording dates, I think. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a what's double next di- week. Falcon Justice Man. League and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the Sound of Metal for Podman. The Rock. Sound of Metal. All right. Well, in uh, the meantime, let's uh, let's give a little. Uh, a little uh, take a member. No, we're not doing retro reviews. We're doing what you're looking at. What you looking at? You know, maybe we ought to add a little uh, metal drums on what you're looking at themes there. Oh. I, I want to have an all metal, uh, an all tin drum uh, episode. Can you do tin drums for all of all, our? Uh, yeah, I think I, I could try that. Our bumpers. I will try that. Yeah. Do it for all of our bumpers next week. <laughs> that for, would be uh, great. <laughs> For PMR's review of uh, Sound of Metal. The Sound of Metal Drums. <laughs> I love it. All right, Brian, what have you been looking at this week? Other than Blitz. I've been looking, yeah, I've been looking at uh, some good stuff. I uh, First and foremost, uh, and I guess, can it go on the wheel if we if we ever clear um, a slot? Do we, we don't have Paramount Plus on the wheel, do we? We do not. So I uh, I watched Console Wars, another documentary. Wow, you are um, educated. Yeah, Console Wars is pretty great. Uh, now it's funny, Console Wars. They didn't. It really should have been the Sega story because that's what it focuses on is is Sega um, and the fall, like the rise and fall of Sega. But. I think Sega has, has been so marginalized at this point they didn't want to call it the Sega story or, or even use Sega in the name. But it was it was really interesting. Basically, when the Sega first came out, it was just get, it did not have its core title. It did not have Sonic. You know, it had um, and it didn't even have the Genesis when the when the original eight bit Sega came out. Uh, it it did nothing really in Japan, and it I mean it was in the U.S. but nobody bought it. Uh, then they came out with the, the Genesis, which was 16 bits, right alongside with the NES, and uh, they still they just couldn't they couldn't give them away. So, <laughs> excuse me they uh, they hired Tom Kalinske, who was the uh, kind of like one of the um, 
He's the one that reinvented Barbie for Mattel. He's also the one that kind of that created Masters of the Universe, yep. E-Man for yeah. Mattel. And uh, uh, they brought him over to say, "Look, how do we sell this thing?" And when they did, when they brought him over, they created, you know, they had Sega of Japan, which still was just getting eclipsed by Nintendo, and then you had Sega of America. And Sega of America, they one of the first things they did was create Sonic, right? Um, and Sonic was unique because it's uh, one of their developers just created like an algorithm to where it could make the, the screens move faster. But they, the U.S. way of doing it, they deemed it a, it's it was Etherware. It's not real, but they deemed it a blast processor. So they kept saying Genesis has a blast processor, and that's why we can make games like Sonic, where Nintendo can only do Mario, right? Gotcha. Uh, so that was like one of the big like spins um, around it. And then it gets into the the uh, um, the uh, Senate hearings around violence in video games, and specifically what what but Sonic helped, but the thing that made Genesis was Mortal Kombat. When it came out on the Genesis and Nintendo at the same time, Nintendo decided to mute the violence, they eliminated fatalities, and replaced the blood with green goo. So, like, when you punch somebody, instead of it being blood, it would just be green, green goose spraying off the, the person. Um, and honestly, what's what's wild is I was I remember all this. I remember literally going, well, am I going to get a Super Nintendo or am I going to get Sega? Well, I wasn't even going to get a Genesis. I was going to get the Super Nintendo uh, and then realized, wait a minute, Mortal Kombat's not going to have fatalities? And, and so that's what I bought was the Genesis. And that was where that was where uh, Nintendo had won, like uh, the, had outsold every other system for like six or eight years at that point, and Sega started winning. And Sega Sega continued to beat uh, Nintendo, um, I think for three or four Christmases in a row after that. Uh, and then it goes into like the downfall. And what's what's interesting about the downfall is first. Uh, Sil- Silicon Graphics, which was a, um, it was a uh, movie uh, like ILM, Industrial Light and Magic, or a CGI developer in in uh, California, which where Sega was based, came to Kalinsky and said, "Hey, look, we've got this new chip. We think it'd be great for for the system." Uh, and at this point, Sega of America had had so much success. Sega of Japan squashed it. They're like, "Well, we don't want to do that." We we don't want to do that. We don't we don't like it. We think they they actually gave the excuse that it would call it would take too much silicone to make. Silicone's just sand, right? So, um, yeah. So, uh, so that was strike one when Sega of Japan said no, we won't use this, and that and that silicone graphics chip was what was used in Donkey Kong Country uh, by Rare to kind of make that sort of three D ish sort of effect where it's still a side scroller but it kind of pops. And they used it for other games. Uh, but then right after that, Sony had decided to get into the video game market. And they had an agreement with Sega, or well, at least with Kalinsky, Sega of America, to joint venture on a new <laughs> console. And that console, and so they would just split the profits on the console, almost treat the console as a loss leader, and then they'd have their own software. And then they would, Sony would own their software, Sega would own their software, and Sega was better at software than Sony. Sony was unproven. And Sega of Japan also, they basically killed it by committee 
because Sega of Japan kept kept going through the technical specifications and, and wanting it to do this, wanting it to do that, disagreeing with Sony, to where Sony basically said, "Forget it. We're just going to make our own our own console." And that's that's essentially what killed Sega is that Sega of Japan just mismanaged it even though sega of america did incredibly well even then they were jealous of the success of sega of america and killed the two big products the big big two big projects that would have taken it you know to the next level so really good documentary very interesting and i like the ones where it's you know i i feel like a part of it because i was there when stuff was happening i remember when these things happened so so very good that sounds interesting yeah, Very I mind watching that. And what was the name of it again? Console Wars. Console. It's Wars. on. It came out last year. It's on, and it's on Paramount Plus. All right. Um, I may have to subscribe to Paramount Plus to watch it. Oh, there you go. <clears throat> there you go. How much is Paramount Plus? Uh, I think it's six dollars not- a month. But uh, I did. I sent that link to you guys uh, before it launched. You could get it half price for the first year. Yeah. I guess nobody did it. Nah. So. Hey, right. I'm waiting for another. Did I get Star free? Trek. Isn't that Star Trek on Paramount? Yeah. yeah. All the Star Trek's on Paramount. Okay. I've, I've already subscribed to CBS Access. This yeah. The then you've thing. got Paramount. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been moved into Paramount Plus. So next time you go to CBS Access, it's going to tell you to update your app. Son of a bitch. I'm going to do that right now. There yeah, why not? Why not do it right now while we're on recording? Uh, Brian, anything else that you've been looking at recently? Uh, I've got two others. Uh, they're both coming quick. Uh, DC, Infinite Fr- <laughs> DC Infinite Frontier launched last week, which is the new, like, uh, you know, uh, go forward universe for DC. Essentially, oh, I updated it. Sure. What's yeah. that? Uh, never mind. He, 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 oh sorry he interrupted yeah. you. But yeah, go ahead. Brian. Sorry, bro. So, so uh, essentially what's happened is DC has this uh, – their god characters, their, their – uh, they're called the quintessence. So Marvel has the Illuminati, which is kind of like their brain trust. DC has this mystical group called the quintessence, and it's um, – uh, the Spectre, it's Phantom Stranger, it's uh, oh Ganthet from uh, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy or Guardians of the Universe. Uh, so basically, they're they're telling Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman ascended at the end of Death Metal. They're telling her that they want her to join the Quintessence and be almost like you know a god to kind of oversee the universe and. Um, so it, and then it follows her through like what the new reset of the universe is. And she, she, she declines. She goes back to earth because she was warned of a threat coming to earth. Mm-mm. And the, the last page, <clears throat> you know, the, the post credit scene of all this is, you know, they had said there's two different focal points of the multiverse, right? There's the, and, and basically the second focal point is a dark earth which is like, you know, everything's destroyed, it's dystopian. You don't know what's up with it, but it's like a dark earth. Uh, they go view the dark earth. They arrive on the dark, the quintessence does. Um, and suddenly they're all killed by like the, uh, a spike through the chest. You see them all get killed and drop. 
and it's uh, Dark Seed is back. Oh, Dark Seed, Dark Side. Dark Seed, Dark Side. So, all right, yeah. So Dark Side's back, Dark Seed's back, however you want to say it. But he's uh, he's back. The uh, Air- Phantom Stranger's dead, Spectre's dead. I mean, they're all dead, apparently. <clears throat> Uh-huh. Uh huh. And and that's the new threat to the cosmos is uh, is dark side, dark seed. <laughs> so, is it dark side or dark seed? We will we'll find out hopefully soon, right? Well, wasn't it in the I think in the com in the cartoon it was dark seed, but uh, I think in the comics it's all, I've always heard it's called dark side. But I think in the old was dark uh, said. <laughs> that was Magneto. Is it Magneto or Magneto? Oh, God. Have we ever told that story on the podcast? Or Submariner? Or, or Submariner. 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 Yeah, that's, that's a great story. Yeah, so one day we go to the shop, and, you know, because uh, PMR used to have a comic shop. We all go, and he was like, I got something blew my mind. Something blew my mind. You're not going to believe it. And he wait, He wouldn't tell anybody until we all got there. It was like on Wednesday, like a comic book day where stuff was coming in. He wouldn't tell anybody because he had this huge announcement, this huge revelation. And he goes, uh, we're like, what is it? And he goes, we've been saying his name wrong all this time. Whose name? Magneto. There's no such thing as a magnet. It's a magnet. His name should be Magneto. And I was like, what about the cartoon? What about the cartoon where they call him Magneto for 80 episodes? (laughs) So, so I immediately popped that balloon. Wow. And then we started calling well, Submariner the Submariner. Well, that's what we used to call him as a kid, the Submariner. Oh, my God. Yeah. Brad, you remember that? Yeah, I, I, yeah of course. Because it's a submarine, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, it's not a it's submarine. Not a think about it, Brian. You've got to think about it. You've never heard of a Mariner? No, but I've heard of a Submariner. All right. Take that, Seattle baseball teams. <laughs> you mean uh, the Mariners? Right. All right. Hurry up and go to your next one, Brian. This is... I, I do have one quick one. Yes, no, please. That was, I thought that was quick until we got on that uh, that other diatribe. Uh, right. I started watching on Netflix. It is in French originally, but they've dubbed it in, in English. Uh, Lupin the Gentleman Detective. Ooh. Yikes. It's very good. It's very good. Season one's only five episodes. Uh, season two, I think, is coming out soon. And this is, is a, this is a live action or animated? Yeah, yeah you're thinking of Lupin the Third. The third Lupin yeah. the Third is a descendant of Lupin, right? So it's... <laughs> Wait, is it but, Lupin or Lupin? Well, it's... Oh, uh, no. Oh. I know. It's pronounced Lupin. But... um. But the Japanese, the you know, the anime is. They, I've always heard it, it's the same thing. It's, they they always call it Lupin. But Lupin, I was, say Lupin. There you go. But Lu, uh, Lupin was. It was a uh, series of books written in like the early 1900s, and they even cross over with Sherlock Holmes, um, where Sherlock Holmes shows up in the books. Uh, later on, like Arthur Conan Doyle's like uh, estate or whatever, like told you know fought it and they changed it to where it's a uh, uh, hemlock uh, Sholmes, hemlock Sholmes. They changed it in the books later on, uh, but yeah, it was Sherlock Holmes originally clever. appeared, but yeah, it's uh, 
very uh, very good show. It's uh, basically and the first um, nobody knows who uh, Lupin is. It's not a real name. That's not the person's real name. So it's it's kind of like the old uh, Pink Panther. You know, nobody oh, knows okay. who the, the Pink right. Panther actually is. So it's good. It's, right. uh, in, very enjoyable. Very good. Five episodes, easy to to punch in, punch out. Easy to swallow. Uh, Alex, what have you been looking at recently? Um, well, uh, um, to take a break from comic book stuff and to stop annoying my girlfriend when I talk about it, um, I sat down and watched a bunch of Hugh Grant movies. Um, oh, who's wow. her favorite actor? Uh, and <laughs> stars in her favorite movie, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Um, and I watched that and then I was like, well, this is really good. And then I went on to watch, uh, Notting Hill, then Love Actually. Wow. Then I rewatched The Gentleman again. <clears throat> A lot of rom-coms for you. Yeah. And then I went, uh, and I watched, um, shit. I watched something else. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah. The uh, Undoing? With Hugh Paddington yeah. 2? I, st- I started watching The Undoing, but I, I was told to stop. Ouch. So I Okay. Uh, I was told to stop by one of my other friends who said you should watch it with her. So I stopped. But overall. Paddington 2? I haven't watched Paddington 2 yet because I haven't seen Paddington 1. Yeah. You, so oh, yeah. You really, really got to get the backstory. You'll the be story. totally lost unless you watch Paddington 1. Yeah. I got to watch Paddington 1 before I watch Paddington 2. <laughs> but um, overall. Pretty great movies, you know. Oh, uh, you're you're you 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 love them, right? He's good. Yeah. Notting Notting Hill might be one of my favorite rom coms ever. Um, wow. Yeah, some good some good. Is movies. she aware of the uh, the late nineties uh, prostitute scandal involving Hugh? Uh... Yes, apparently uh, no one cares in England because he is England's like baby. Apparently, like everyone loves everyone loves Hugh Grant over there, so everyone's kind of just forgave all that. Oh. All right. Well, that's fairly nice. Megan yeah, Markle doesn't uh, get a pass, but he does. No. Nope. She it. does so, not. Those are all pretty good. Um, but uh, one, then we started watching the Conjuring movies. Uh, we sat ah, down and watched the Conjuring. I watched all of those. Those are not. Those are fun. Yeah, we watched the first two. We had, we're going to go start watching Annabelle or The Nun. We haven't decided which one. Yeah. Um, but those are pretty great too. Uh, Conjuring one's really good. Conjuring two's okay. Um, there's not really much to say. It stars Patrick uh, Wilson, who plays uh, yeah. Ocean Master or Orm in Aquaman. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. But good movies all around. I, I've had a good, I had a good time just watching some good movies. You know, it was nice. Have you Have you researched uh, the characters that the Conjuring's based on? Yes, I have. And that they're just they're just shysters. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But Pat, yeah, yeah. Uh, Patrick Wilson, Patrick Wilson, right? Yeah, Patrick yeah. Wilson. He, he's great in those. I love him. He may he's be very good. He may be my Hugh Grant of my generation. I love him. He, I think he's <laughs> pretty good in just about everything he does. Yeah, except Patrick for Wilson. Aquaman. I like Aquaman. All right, that's fine. Aquaman's pretty good. Whatever, it's Whatever. fine. All right, and so you've been you've been keeping busy. You've been watching a lot of movies. It sounds like. 
you gotta keep up to date. Film class requires you to watch a bunch of movies, so you know what I've been just doing. I've been I've been expanding my craft, Brad. That's Alex, I love it. You should you should watch uh, Barry. I know yeah, I know. Two weeks back. Yep, that'll probably be the next show I watch. Either I that. He's an assassin that starts taking uh, acting classes. Yeah, that's probably gonna be the next. It's it's uh, pretty good. It's, it is what? good. I I, uh, I finished it up because I think I had watched like two or three episodes and just never finished it. Uh, but again, thanks to the the podmen, you encouraged me, Brian, to finish it up, and it was fantastic. The uh, Noho Hank is no, Noho Hank was great, but uh, uh, the uh, the wild girl in season two or whatever she was, the uh, the girl. Uh, was pretty good. That that I think it was maybe the second, first or second episode of season two uh, was uh, fantastic. Where he goes to kill the uh, policeman's wife's lover. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, hilarity ensues with that. Uh, but yeah, you should definitely check that out. Uh, well, I'll, I'll go ahead. And, that, that's it for you, Alex. Yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, uh, well, I, in my uh, you know diving through a bunch of HBO series, I plowed through Silicon Valley, Barry, uh, and some of these other really short ones. Another short one. Uh, I was inspired by WandaVision to to get me a little bit more Catherine Hahn in my life. Uh, so I check ah. out Mrs. Fletcher. What is Mrs. That? Fletcher? I saw that on the rundown. I didn't know what it was. Isn't it like she's a middle-aged woman that's going through a sexual awakening? That's it. Yeah, it's a young middle-aged woman's uh, journey from a strange erotic journey from Milan to Mintz, actually. Uh, no, go. she's a divorced mom. Uh, only child goes off to college, and she has the house to herself, and the 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 son has a hard time fitting in at college. Un, you know, completely different from. Alex, what you've ever gone through, I'm sure, where he was yep. kind of a star in high school, and then he's a no one at college. So I know that's not nowhere near anything there. Uh, but uh, she rediscovers her own sexuality, sort of. And uh, we get to see full-on nudity of uh, Agatha Harkness, which I never thought I'd want to see. But there you go. Huh? Yeah, you, you, you see go. everything. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's only like eight episodes. They go down smooth. They're nice. They're nice. <laughs> they go down smooth. They go down smooth. So what streaming is this on? <laughs> that is HBO on Max. HBO Max. Oh, Brad, you just promote your own thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just having no, to. No, 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 no. I am going through crashing now with Pete Holmes, who is not of. He's he's kind of a. He's the anti-Hugh Grant, I guess. He's kind of a big turnoff of anything that he's in, I think. Uh, but it's uh, it's kind of an interesting concept, so I've been trying to stick with that. Uh, so, yeah, so that's my review of HBO Max uh, series. They're fantastic, every single one of them. Not a looter what? of the bunch. <laughs> yeah, we can make this segment. Hey, Brad, what's on HBO Max? All right, Podman Ron, what you looking at? Well, I have discovered again, uh, I was watching this show a few years back. I only watched a season or two of it, but I like it. Uh, it so I went back and watched, started watching the first season on is uh, Comic Book Men. Oh, wow. Um, okay. With Kevin uh, Smith's comic shop, and it has the uh, all his childhood friends that I guess he uh, 
you know, helped along. And actually, it's a pretty funny show, and and it's kind of entertaining. It's kind of fun to see people bringing in stuff. <laughs> kind that, of entertaining. Whether it's, well, I mean, it's you know, it it's, you see people bring in like toys that you remember from your youth, and you know, I mean, like an episode I watched tonight. A guy brought in a big track. I mean, I used to have a big track. I mean, it, it's actually a really funny show. And uh, Can you describe be, what a big track is? Is that like a big wheel? Man, it's big track was like a, a big, big tank. Man, it was like a big tank, and it had a programmable keyboard on the back. I mean, this came out in like 1979, and it had a, key, a keyboard on the back of it, and you would put – you program it how far you wanted it to go, if you wanted it to turn left or right, and if it was going to shoot lasers. And after you programmed it, you'd hit go, and it'd go as far as you wanted it to go, and then make a right or a left or whatever. It was, it was cool back then. I mean, it's kind of lame now when I was watching it tonight. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that was kind of lame. But, you know... It's a reminder. It's like a time capsule of your childhood. I mean, you, you see these toys that pop up on this show, and uh, it's it's kind of cool. And then, you, you know, you see these guest stars. Most of them are pretty much dead now. I mean, you know, Adam West was on there. Stan Lee was on there. <laughs> uh, Bonnie – I mean, Bonnie Woman was on there the other night. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's, a, it's pretty interesting. And then – so – as I'm watching this, one of the characters on one of the not a character, but one of the guys on there is is Brian. The the witty guy is named Brian. Go tall, a tall, a tall fella. Yeah, a tall right. fella named Brian. Handsome, he's witty. Yeah. He's the yeah. funny. He's the funny guy. Yeah, smart, um, the smart ass of the group, really. You know, we they had their own Adam when Ming. You know, yeah. I guess I would be Walt and Brad. I guess you would be Mike. You know, so yeah, that's probably about it. So. But the uh, as I'm watching this, they 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 start talking about a podcast that they do. Well, this is a podcast Brian told me about years ago to start watching, to start listening to, and uh, I had no idea it was these guys that did this podcast. So, so now I've started listening to their podcast. Yeah, which and, which uh, one is it? Because they've done they do a lot of them. Uh, tell them Steve Dave is the podcast that they do. Yeah. Have you, yes. Have you listened to I, them for years? I have no idea they were the podmen. I mean, the uh, comic book guys. <laughs> <laughs> Worlds collide. Uh, Worlds collide. But you know what? I, I I just wish they would kind of bring this show back. I mean, it was actually like an antique road show of comic books and nerd stuff. And Yeah, but didn't uh, Kevin Smith's like massive <laughs> heart attack pretty much end the show? No, AMC just canceled it. Yeah, I mean, you know, he yeah. Yeah, they, uh, the comment, you know, these guys were kind of looking forward to an eighth season and, uh, they kind of just got shit canned. Yeah. And, uh, now I, they got to work in a comic it, shop. Yeah, they got to work in a comic shop. That's all they have shop. to do. And the podcast. Yeah, I mean, some of those little bits that they do, you know, when they have these celebrities come in and they act like, oh, what? Oh, wow. I didn't know you were coming in. Yeah, it's kind of, the, the bits are kind of stupid, but, you know, they, the show is pretty funny to watch, and it kind of it's kind of neat to see these items and everything. So I, I wish they would bring it back, even if it was just on a uh, streaming service, just you know, ten episodes a, a year or something would be would be nice. All right, maybe they will. Yeah, um, 
yeah, I, you, you, I used to listen to TSD all the time, but uh, since I've not been commuting, uh, I really don't listen to podcasts anymore, other than ours, of course. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, great. Also has uh, the uh, third guy that's on there. I assume he's still on there. Is Brian Quinn from yeah, uh, Impractical on Jokers on True TV? What I like about their podcast is <clears throat> I can listen to it at work, and just it's just background noise because they don't really talk about anything. I mean, it's just they're just rambling, kind of like this and episode. You just pick up, yeah, exactly. You just pick up bits and pieces of it and it's uh whereas if you're trying to listen to you know an entertainment podcast you're trying to you might miss something so so uh, anyway it's enjoyable i I encourage you guys did y'all not like comic book men is that what's what's y'all's beef with it brian you you kind of turned your nose up yeah he did didn't he it seemed too staged all the stuff seemed too staged and too contrived it was it is, but I mean, it is, you gotta admit, it is entertaining to see some of the stuff that comes in and see some of the artists that come in. I mean, that, at least I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe right. y'all don't know. I think Alex, they, do you like it? Do you ever watch it? I, I like comic book, man. I used to watch it as a kid. Yeah. yeah as a kid. It's a good show. Right, it's a show. Well, there you go. He gives it a PMR of five. Completely I do give it a watchable. PMR. Completely it watchable. Is. Brings back happier times. Yeah. We never got cool stuff in the store. No one ever brought shit in. No. Or, or, uh, or they literally would bring shit in. They would bring in crap. Don't you remember you know? the guy that brought in that uh, sand crawler from uh, Star Wars, the original Star Wars? You remember that? The guy brought it in, and, like, as a kid, he wouldn't even leave the batteries in it. Like, when he was done playing with it, he would take the batteries out. Uh, I do remember that. You remember? How much How much he want for it? He I wanted, think like, he some... wanted, like, $400 for it. Yeah. I mean, it was, like, three or $400 for it, and it was, like, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's, he's like, well, that's that's what uh, Lee's Toy Fair says it's worth, and, and you had to explain to him, yeah. Yeah, that's how much I've got to sell it for, but I can't buy it from you and sell it for the same price. There's no point yeah. in that. People would but think yeah. you were a bank. You know, they just bring it in and say, okay, I'd like to trade this in now. Give me my the, – the guide says it's worth $300, so yep. I'd like to take my $300 in 20s, please. I'd like my $300 wow. now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good, we good but I mean, other than that, we, we really never got really – cool cool stuff i mean they bring in stuff that they bought like two years prior and you know oh i got a complete set of dark hawk would you like to buy it well what was great was when you you'd have the guy that came in bought a comic and you could tell he was buying he was keep he kept cleaning out his pull list but he had stopped reading the book (laughs) and and then he would disappear in about Six months later, he'd bring all those books back in, wanting you to buy them back from him. Yeah, that that was awkward. <laughs> that was always that awkward. I'm surprised <laughs> you did. Because <laughs> you'd sit there and you'd go, "Oh man, this is a hologram cover. It's going to be worth something someday." Whoa! Trying to sell the book, then they come back in, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that." I had to make rent that week. It's worth now, but the problem is, 
you know, uh, a 90s book, if you bought the book in 94 and you're trying to sell it in 95, it hasn't gone up in value. Like, <laughs> no, not at all. What did you think was going to happen? So They actually thought it was. I mean, I like the ones that used to store them in, like, you know, plastic bags, you know, just like grocery bags. Oh, yeah. yeah or, or a box. I got it in a shoe box here. Yeah. Mm. So, the only one I regret not buying is I did get an Avengers number one from a guy I used to come in the store a lot. Oh, wow. He brought it in, and he wanted $300 for it. And it wasn't in great shape, but it was an Avengers number one. And looking back, I I wish I would have bought that. But. The biggest regret in your life. It is the biggest regret. Wow. I mean, All right. All right, we just kind of <laughs> drift off into El memory lane with the pod man. Yeah, it's like the pod man when it gets to about 10 o'clock at night, it's like we slip into ASMR. <laughs> we start talking in subtle, gentle tones so you can drift off to sleep. With the I remember pod that Avenger number one. <laughs> the corners were I do remember it. The I remember it's it. White the, was, it was the what can I do greatest. for you? You need anything? Podman Ron could mute himself, but instead he lets us listen into his conversation. <laughs> What's happening? Well, I thought I was about to get robbed or something, but no, that was good. Can right. he still hear you? <laughs> no, he's gone. He's standing right here. <laughs> I thought I was about to get robbed. Hey! <laughs> hey, fella! I'm right here! Alex, call your mother! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I think we should wind it up here. Uh, unless yeah. anybody else has anything else to uh, delay the inevitable. Nope. Nope. All right. Well, next week, think- hopefully, we should have a lot of stuff to talk about, right? <laughs> yeah, the question is, what we record? I know. We need to – I mean, we could hash it out here without a doubt uh, while we're recording, or we could do it in the green room afterwards. Uh, but yeah, well, we, so, the, so a programming update for our listeners, right? So yeah. if we decide, okay, we're going to record on Saturday so that we have time to watch Justice League and um, Falcon, Cap, Winter, or, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. So stay tuned. Well, who wants to watch? So who wants to record on Saturday? I mean, that's a. It was an example. It was an example. And I'm. We can do Sunday I, night again if y'all want. Watch four hour, a four-hour justice to cut with. I know it's going to take us a while. Doing that alone is not going to be fun. No, I say we do like uh, we do episode one, or we do the first, you know, forty-five minutes. We can do it in chunks, you know. So uh, of Justice League. Yeah. So we're. we're what do you mean? I don't think we want to review a, whole, a four-hour film all at once, do we? I mean, <laughs> like I feel like a good at least. Two hours of it's pretty much going to be the same. <laughs> you would think Possibly. so. Yeah, I don't know. We got a lot of stuff to hash out on this. This this Justice uh, League's throwing us for a loop here. All right, so we think we're going to record on Sunday, probably. I guess. All right, yeah, that should work. I have in laws yeah, coming Sunday in on night. Saturday. You have what in laws? In laws. I think Sunday night would be doable. Well, 
What we could do is uh, I may be in Atlanta Saturday. It's looking like we could do a live recording. I can't do Saturday. I got in-laws coming in. Oh. Um, are you coming up to Atlanta? I mean, why are we just not hearing about it? Well, it's, we're just now discussing it. You didn't well, discuss it with Bob Man Ron. That's right. All right, well, all right I'll call it off. Forget it. Forget it. We're well, not going to be here. Forget it, Tamara. We're not going. <laughs> is it a week or is it, is, it a, <laughs> is it a week? It's a weekend thing. Uh, no, going back like, Sunday? Come in Thursday night, leave Sunday. So, <laughs> all right. So, are you even going to be able to watch Justice League and Winter Soldier? Oh yeah, of course I will. Okay, he'll find time. He's a, he's committed to the craft. I guess so. Jeez. Yeah, if I if I if I made it through Bliss, I'll make it through those. I don't know. <laughs> don't don't speak too soon. All right, we haven't we haven't watched the. All right, so we'll we'll try to we'll re- try to shoot for Sunday to record, right? Yeah. And uh, so is the plan. I think Brian, you said, but you the plan is to watch all of Justice League, but maybe only talk about parts of it. Or again, I think we'll be able to talk about the whole thing, right? Because to Alex's point, it's probably going to be a lot of the same old, same old that we've already seen. Well, uh, all right, let me put oh. If it's all four hours, I think all four hours we'd have enough to talk about for a full podcast. Don't you think? Probably. So maybe, maybe we do like a, a Justice League only podcast and then we do our normal. But if it's terrible, the whole podcast on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it's terrible, then, then yeah, then we got even more stuff to talk about. I will be defending Zack Snyder as usual. <laughs> and I will be cutting him down as usual. Because the only thing that can make this better is scrap it and start it all over again. Well, well. all right. This has been. We need to wrap this up quick. Boy, we. This is. This is horrible. If you're still listening, (laughs) you should have turned this off eight minutes ago. Absolutely, this is horrible. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark. <laughs> uh, well, the uh, A game's brought tonight, fellas. What's that? What? A game was not brought tonight. No it one absolutely their- was not brought tonight. I don't know what happened, Alex. I felt. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> That's the beginning of. Uh, don't spoil it, Brad. That's the beginning of a uh, uh, sound of man. Meanwhile, at the pod cave. <laughs> you know what? I really, honestly think what we should do is just <laughs> give up. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, Podman Ron. We, we should just stay we on track, that. and so we should just stay on track and just do uh, next Thursday, and then the Thursday after. Wait, because it won't Ron, take that long to watch. Are we actually talking about when we're going to record? Wait, <laughs> this is Podman Ron. 
Bob and Ron, you haven't told the listeners to subscribe yet. Oh, good thinking, Alex. I don't, I don't <laughs> think they would want to after this episode. Everybody, there's a subscribe button. You need and to hit it. What's funny is if you click it twice, you'll unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah, don't, well, don't be click. careful about that. Be careful. <laughs> don't click it too many times. No. Uh, All right. Well, um, yeah. So that's that's. I think that's. that's it. Yeah. That's it. Goodbye. That's it. All right. Until next time. Uh, yeah. Save it for the podcast. You know what? I haven't even got the wow. credits queued up. So there we go. <laughs> ah, that was sad. <laughs>